Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I would like to talk with you about creating offers. This is definitely something that I wish that somebody told me in the beginning of my journey. And I'm going to just give you a step-by-step on from inception to actual launch about how to create something that will help serve the needs of your audience. Stay tuned and get these resources coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. So a big shout out to those of you who have been listening for the very first time. Thank you so much. I know you have a lot of other places you could be, but you're choosing to spend it with me. And a bigger shout out and a hug for those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you so much for your continued support. And as always, if you love this, please write me a review and uh Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's my home. That's my hub right now. Or send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. We'd love to have the conversation continuing. Okay, let's get into it. So for the vast majority of the things that I talk about here on the show, it's really more about personal branding. But I want to take a step back and talk about your business branding, your business profile, because it's a little bit different in the sense of you're not representing yourself, you're representing a company. And that requires a little bit of finesse. But this is definitely something that is a little bit different from your social, um, your personal, because you really want to focus on the company and the people in the company and the products, and less about necessarily individuals, right? But there's a way of tying in the individuals with the overall mission. Okay, so this uh, the genesis of this uh, podcast was actually uh, requested by a. Um, One of my followers on LinkedIn, her name is uh, Tavarak uh, P. If Tavarak, if you're listening, this episode's for you. Um, I know I made a post about it, but I really am going to enjoy talking about this via um, the podcast because um, there's definitely some things that I know I didn't mention uh, on the post, but I would love to talk about with everyone here through the podcast. Okay. Sorry, just taking a sip of coffee here. (laughs) Now, okay, the first thing that I want everybody to be really clear is who is the intended audience of the social media account, right? Because there are definitely different types of social media depending on who the intended audience is. My husband worked for a life insurance company. And he said that they had this little um, outfit, not outfit, but this they, they had their social media account was called The Vibe, where basically it was kind of a social outreach for everybody um, to kind of interact. They gave out swag and they had contests. It was basically a way to kind of pump up internal interaction. They call it The Vibe. And they also had uh, their own social media channel external where they kind of communicated with the public, right? So you have to be first really clear about what what is the intended audience because basically that will drive the content. That will drive who is who what kind of content is being delivered depending on who the audience is. Like for example, um I mentioned on LinkedIn, but I want to talk about a little bit more in detail that tw- uh, Twitter is a really, really classic example of internal versus external uh, communication, but it's all public facing. So for example, if you ever go on Twitter, right, 
you will see that there are spinoffs of many, many different Twitter. There is Twitter support. There is Twitter help. There is Black Voices Twitter. There are Asian Voices Twitter. There are Women versus you know Voices Twitter, and each one is obviously focused on the the audience, right? For why well, I gave you the example of Black Voices Twitter, uh, supporting and interacting with you know the African American culture. Uh, Heritage and different events that pertain to the African African American community. (laughs) That is just one way of doing it, right? But then they also have Twitter help, which is basically you know answering common questions, posting updates, uh, informing the public about new releases, new features, blah blah blah. So, but they stay on focus and they stay on 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 subject. So. But let's just make for the example, right? We're talking about how would I create more engagement if I was a company, right? And I was trying to, um, let's just say I was Target, right? Or Burger King. They, they are very fun examples. If you're ever looking for ideas uh, for creating like company engagement, uh, I would totally advise you to look at Walmart, uh, Target, Target specifically, because they're very innovative. Um, look, because here's the thing: people don't want to be talked to. They don't want to be talked to. They want to be engaged, and they definitely have a really fun and zany way of doing it. We're going to talk about some of the strategies right now. But the point I'm trying to make is that if you have a company program, you can't just of the mindset think I can just slam promotion after promotion, sales thing after sales thing after sales thing that gets dry, that gets stale. Nobody wants to do that. So there's a lot of fun ways you can boost the engagement within your company to want to engage. First of all, um, people love to talk about themselves. People love to be a spotlight. Literally ask someone, hey, I'd like to spotlight your this particular job that you're working on or this particular niche initiative. You mind if I interview you and just post a little story about it on our social channel? People would freaking love it because who doesn't want to have a little spotlight, a little bit of attention on them? Or ha- talking about a, a company fundraiser or a company event or something where like people are really proud of some new innovation or new contract award. If you get people to feel a sense of ownership and pride in what they're doing and what they're about, that is definitely one of a surefire way of driving an engagement up. Because who doesn't like to feel a little tap on the back, a little like attaboy about what they're doing? Like everybody wants to feel acknowledged. That's that's the everyone wants to feel like they're appreciated. Just remember this tired. It's not tired. Yeah, actually, tired and true fact is that people are selfish, right? If you know people are selfish, then you always have to be like focused on like what, how it would benefit them. How could it make them feel good? How would it make them feel like they are really part of something special and some, something unique and something that will help people um, feel proud of their achievements. I mean, we've all been in places, at least I have been in a, in a job where I just felt completely invisible or like nobody was paying attention to me, or I could just be doing like pumping tons of good work and tons of, you know, like things that could really help move the needle in my, in my job. Right. But like no one would appreciate that. Right. I bet you that there are people who are so wanting just to have a little bit of like 
a spotlight. Anyway, let me not let me not dig too deep about that. There's another suggestion that you can do to drive up engagement as a company, right? Is you can talk about fun contests that are going on internally. Like for example, we're having a contest to see, you know, who can do the best dance off. We're going to have a dance off competition and I want everybody to show off their best news, record it, tag us on your channel and let and we will give an award for who did the best dance off, who did this who wore this best outfit best or whatever, right? Something silly, something lighthearted, something fun, something creative. But again, like the focus always goes back to acknowledging the employees, acknowledging the fact they're a community, acknowledging the fact that we're all working together as a unit, right? We don't want to feel like there are selected few, right, that um, are acknowledged and, and others aren't, right? As much as we can, that's why we say tag you know, the company in the, um, on Twitter or LinkedIn, whatever mentioned hashtag, you know, funny outfit or whatever you're trying, whatever contest that you're trying to do. Now, actually that brings me to a really, another good point is that contests are freaking winners when it comes to driving up engagement, driving up traffic because people, I mean, I don't know about you, but there's a little competitive streak in me, right? I kind of want to get the prize. I kind of want to see if I can do something that's a little bit new and a little bit innovative than everybody else. By you kind of tapping into that natural desire for some people, meaning myself, <laughs> included that desire to compete, that desire to go out there and do something different, you're definitely... T- I- you know, getting another primal instinct of us as human beings where we want to feel like we we are acknowledged, we can contribute, we can um, do something different, right? Here's another idea about creating engagement. I want you to also think of throwbacks. Throwbacks, those are a lot, those are things that I love. You know, we have like um, throwback you know, Thursday, whatever, but can be throwback any day, right? Where you take something that was done in the past that was retro. Like if, especially if you're working for a company that has a long history, like 20 years ago, uh, we used to do business this way. And then you would show a picture of, you know, pushing a truck, but now we're flying planes, you know, 20 years are a bit different or 20 years ago, I was in the basement working here, um, our, on our first prototype, but now I'm in our, our, our company, uh, office and we're, we're building our next, you know, plane or whatever your business is involved in. Let people see that journey from where you were to where you want to be. Like, And then ask an engaging question. Like, What part about what we're doing today do you love compared um, to what we did back then? Or or let's talk about what we did back then. You know, tell us about what we what we should be doing again more in the future that we did back then. Like get people to feel like they their opinions are valid because their opinions are valid. Here's the thing I want you to understand is that everybody really, really wants to feel valid. I know I think I've been saying this on a loop the entire conversation we've been having, but it's the honest to God truth. Everyone wants to feel valid. Everyone wants to feel like they're special. And if you as you're doing your throwback or as you're doing like recollections of the past or as you're doing a company highlight, right? Let, ask the question to the audience and say, hey, look, like, what did you like about this? 
Tell me your thoughts about that. Explain how this really impacted you. Let me know if you also experienced something like that. Let us know like what we can do better as our company culture in regards to this. Like always, always go back again and again and again and say, I want to know your opinion. I want to know what you're feeling about this. Please tell me more. I'm really interested. And don't just say it just to be flippant and say, oh, you know, I I really want to know, but not really. (laughs) We've all seen that, right? When people say, I really want to know, but not really. You truly have to want to know. You truly have to want to explore. I think about um, uh, my uh, t- the target, and uh, I was thinking about something they did, you know, during the holiday season, and they frequently partner with John Legend and Chrissy Teigen around the holidays. They probably have some type of contract arrangement, and they're like, oh, like we're you know they're singing or dancing or doing something like that. And I remember the target person was asking, like, so what part of you know what did you like John's dancing? Or, or singing, or or what Chrissy was doing, and I, I don't know who was doing what at the time. I'm just I'm, the point of the story is just that they target asked the audience like, what part do you want, or who do you want to see next in this ad, or who you know, and they got a flood of responses, right? Because obviously a lot of people like John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, right? Duh, right? Like that's why you know they, they they're utilizing that star power, but more importantly. They wanted truly to interact with the audience. They weren't just saying, here is some a couple of celebrities. Like, what do you think, right? One of the things I love when I see um, on social media is that uh, company social media accounts that really knock it out the park is those um, contests where they say, like, we're thinking about creating a new product or service. And we want you to choose which one, the person who chooses which one wins, um, a fill-in-the-blank prize. And actually, that reminds me, um, Frito-Lay's, uh, Lay's Potato Chips does this a lot, a lot, um, where they will ask, literally they'll ask the audience, we're creating a brand new potato chip, or we need your ideas for a new potato chip flavor, please let us know which one it is, like, and... Submit your ideas, and then we'll have finalists. And then from there, we can determine like which new flavor that we need to be. And I know people freaking love the idea. It was very, very popular. I know millions of people submitted it, and it went down to six. And they said, we have six finalists, uh, six, uh, 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 six selections. We want you to narrow down. Let us know. Make a video. Tell us why you like this, video, uh, like this particular Lay's potato chip. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? It's like the the possibilities are endless in terms of having people feel like they're a part of it. As long as your mind is always thinking to yourself, like, how can I really make people feel like I am part of the company? I am part of the experience. I am helping like the, the cause or I'm like my opinion really matters or I really want to engage because you truly do want to engage. Then like it's definitely 
going to get a lot more engagement than you just putting out some dry facts and figures about your company or a new a, a ribbon tie in event or some type of manual or whatever. You know, ain't nobody cares about that. Nobody wants to feel like they're in school. Nobody feel, wants to feel like they're being sit and sat and lectured to. Nobody wants to read some dry like you know performance report or you know company statistics or whatever like that. People want to. There's a time and place for all that, right? But it ain't on your social media. <laughs> and I just want to put something into like in, into your mind to just kind of sober your ideas about what your expectations of what social media is supposed to be doing for you. For example, think about um, Facebook, LinkedIn. You already you're already hitting it hard, good. If you got an engagement rate of about two percent, two percent. Face on Instagram, Facebook, right? Unless it goes viral, because you know the algorithm uh, purposely puts up a, a firewall so that the content can only reach but so many people at a certain amount of time. On top of that, your all your audience is not going to be there all the time. Lots of variables, whatever. And also to help curate the feed of your um, of your audience, so they're not feeling like they're being overwhelmed with just your content. Content is literally like a news feed; it's being circulated based on like the probability that they would have higher engagement with certain content because that's the way it goes. The platform is designed so that the content that's most likely to keep people staying on the platform went. <laughs> That's how it goes. So you basically have to cater to that mind, the, the platform algorithms so that you're giving them content that people could work with, people want engagement, people really can sink their teeth in and really enjoy um, uh, engaging and insp- responding and talking with, okay? So that being all said, right, I just wanted to, to kind of give you that frame of reference. So I said 1% to 2% engagement on uh, Instagram or Facebook, right? About same kind of amount truly on 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 LinkedIn two percent you know, on Twitter you know I, I think it could be like they said yeah two literally two three percent tops on Twitter. Now I think about my Twitter personal account. I remember like my best engagement, my best engagement, best on impressions to. Um, actual engagement. So when I say impressions, the amount of people who actually view the content, right? Organic. Engagement means the actual people who actually clicked on the post. They may not have even liked or responded or whatever. Just literally just clicked and spend a moment from the scroll and actually looking at it. My best engagement I've ever had, ever, ever, was about 40%. But I know why it was 40%. That's just abnormally high. It was because I wrote something that was intentionally provocative, intentionally um, triggering, and I'm not surprised that I got that, and because it, it gave people a very visceral reaction based on what I wrote. I'm not going to get into what I wrote, but the point is I, I know how to trigger people, and, and I did something that was really intentionally triggering, but on average, I think about my personal my personal Twitter accounts hovering around eh, 6-8%, right? But I'm always intentional, and I don't do this with ads, by the way. This is this is pure organic content, not paid to be pushed out to a certain segment. These are just pure organic posts. And the reason why I have above average or engagement for my audience is because my mind is always thinking about how can I serve my audience and give them things that make them want to chew on, make them want to engage with, make them really want to talk about it and share their information. They may not like it. They may not agree with it. That's not the point. The point is, am I getting people talking? You need to take that same energy for your business 
um, uh, social media account, wherever it may be, Twitter, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, whatever, and say, how can I like get people like their teeth sinked in? How can I get people to feel like, woo, like I really agree with this, or I really and I want to provide my input. I really want to feel like I'm part of the process. I think once you kind of have that, put that hat on your head and start thinking it from that standpoint, things are going to really turn around in terms of your engagement. Do not expect overnight results. Any um, any type of social media needs at least three to four months new strategy to implement because um, your audience needs to build trust. Your audience needs to feel like they are part of it. They're not going to just assume just on one post alone that you are giving out content that's reliable and that people want to engage with it. That's just not how it works. We're 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 all fickle human beings, right? We all don't. We all feel a little skeptical at first with everything, and that includes companies too, right? That includes companies too. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy our time with one another. Again, connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com if you've got any questions. And if you do connect with me on LinkedIn, please, please either hit the follow button or if you do hit the connect button, please let me know where you came from because I've been really uh, I'm trying to filter out who is engaging with me on LinkedIn. I'm really choosy about that stuff. Or you can always follow me on Twitter too. <laughs> well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you're doing well. Take care and be awesome.